0: Welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. And if you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Hey, listen, <laughs> this is the first. Usually I record two podcasts in a day. This is the first podcast of the day that I'm recording. It is uh, 2.45 on, on a Wednesday, hours before this episode goes up. I have what something happened to my schedule <laughs> where I couldn't record well, yeah, I couldn't record earlier in the day, but here we are. We're doing this. I just got back, literally, from set. It was about 30 minutes ago. I had lunch. <laughs> I had to eat lunch. I just got back from set from a uh, TV show. And you know what? I don't know if I could say. Oh, you know, I didn't sign an NDA, so I could just, I guess I could just talk about it. Lena Waithe was there. She, I guess she uh, created the show or did, was producing or something like that, but she was there. She was a mere twenty feet away from me. I saw her get up. I heard her talk. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I, I think I was the only person who even knew who she was. <laughs> like I, I looked over. I saw I saw where the writers were sitting. Uh, I saw them reading scripts, and then I w- I looked at a young woman. And I was like, I thought she looks just like Lena Waithe. And I and I I could have sworn she was wearing a, a flat bill cap and a big white shirt and some. Uh, some type of uh, uh, running pant. You can go see her if you go check her e- her email. <laughs> go check her go check her email. If you go check her Instagram right now, you can see uh, her. She uploaded a photo uh, that that is that was taken about like at the at the place we were shooting. It was insane, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that's Lena Waith. And I was I was I was like I started I'm not i gonna say what I did uh but I was I was very excited to see her I texted a friend yeah there she is this is the I don't, I don't, as if I'm anyway I'll take I'll turn I'll turn this thing around and you can probably see it hope hopefully if it's uh, in focus or if it looks good on uh, the shot but yeah she was there and uh, she yeah, it was lead away and that's it I did not talk to her I really wish I did. I was barely in the same <laughs> that that I was scheduled to be in. I was gonna be uh, inside the gym. I was outside of the gym. We were at a gym. We were at a uh, we we're at a school, but uh, we were in the school's gym. I was supposed to be inside the gym, uh, and then well, no, they tricked me. So this morning, I get I leave. I go to the gym. Uh, this is the second day in a row that I've had to wake up at four o'clock or four thirty rather than my regular time of five thirty <laughs> and go to the gym an hour earlier. And then uh, leave early <laughs> than I need to leave, uh, and then I didn't get a good core workout in today. Not, nor did I get one yet in yesterday. Good one, uh, one in period yesterday. I'm adjusting the mic <laughs> so you can hear me better. Uh, so I leave the gym. I, sp- I like. I have. A, I leave with enough time where I think, oh, I can. Like I didn't even schedule this. I could come home and I could at least wash my face <laughs> and uh, grab some stuff I I forgot, you know, to put in my bag and stuff. And uh, and then they they say they need gym extras, so I just go from the gym to this place, uh, to home to to this place without even taking a shower. So I am I am sitting my stinky little butt uh, where I some where I sometimes take a nap, <laughs> sometimes take a day nap, and I'm I'm sitting my stinky little butt right here. Uh, that's not the worst of this thing, seen. <laughs> so, uh, it's such a <laughs> dirty thing to say. <laughs> so. I go to this place. We go to, we're meeting at a, at a, I, know, I guess a church. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about this again. I didn't sign an NDA. Uh, we were meeting at a church and then we, we all caravan over to this school. Uh, and they have us in this hot room that's like right next to the gym, but it's like super hot. And, and basically they started. So, uh, when we were at, when we were at this church, they, uh, they were, they were giving us like, there's us if your wardrobe is fine. Uh, turns out I you can hear them I'm sorry, right the window. Uh, it turns out that they were they liked my the look of my the cut of my jib. They liked the look of me, like just me, not just like my clothing. And this is a little brag on me. And they they pull me out of, out of the lineup and they go, "You, what are you here for?" And I was like, I was like, "Jim, extra background." They're like, "Do you want to be a, a coach or training coach?" And I went, I went, "Yeah, that'd be great." and she's like all right there's supposed to be somebody else here doing it but if he's not here then you're going to do it i was like great cool and then i overheard like not even a minute later the guy walks in and he's, but he's not even dressed i was so mad uh and then anyway it was fine it was whatever i got paid to sit around for 5 hours and not do anything i didn't i didn't do it so we get to this we get to the school and i don't do anything they start they pick out groups of these gym people and uh, somehow I make my way to a group that just that barely got on screen and that barely did anything today. And I just I said, and then the worst part is I left. Uh, I, I had this all planned out. I downloaded uh, an episode of Jack Ryan from Amazon, uh, two episodes of Star Trek Enterprise. And on the Netflix side, I downloaded an episode of Maniac. I was like, all right, if I'm going to be here for eight hours, I want to watch something. And I'm gonna, and I have, and I have a book, uh, Creativity Inc. I'm still making my way through that book. <laughs> uh, and it's really sad because Ed Catmull, the guy who wrote the book, is retiring from Pixar. So, anyway, so uh, they, they, so I'm just sitting there and then I, I, la- I realized I left my headphones, uh, my battery pack to charge my phone. Uh, they're all in my book bag, which is in my car, which is out in the parking lot. And I have to go through like two people just to go outside uh to go to my car, which is on the other side of the campus of the school we were at. Oh man, it was not fun to have to sit there and worry about my phone dying. And then also I didn't get a signal. So uh every time I would like, you know, check an Instagram or uh read an article, <laughs> my phone would have to go through like three G and and because we were out in the uh not even I wanna say boonies, but we were south of the city, so it sucks. Anyway, that's that's all that's all I have going on in my life. <laughs> that's all I have going on in my life. Still doing the application if you're wondering. It's still a show that's still going on. And it's a very I don't want to say good show, but it's a very it's a show that exists. <laughs> and and uh somehow I keep having ideas for it. How many ideas do I actually actually have for? It? I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I have not watched any new shows. I've just been catching up on all of the DC shows on the CW. Not all of them, only on two of them, (laughs) which are Arrow and The Flash. Supergirl, I've fallen off. I cannot get back on that train. And Legends of Tomorrow, I don't plan on getting on that train anytime soon. I like the the characters and the people, but it's just too much for me right now. Too much for me right now. And then there's nothing else going on. (laughs) Oh, I did work on that indie film. Those children are very loud. Uh, yesterday, I was recording. I finished recording the application, and <laughs> I heard, I guess these girls are practicing cheerleading outside because I heard them loud and clear, these tiny, like five-year-olds, like screaming, Yes, uh, I uh, I don't know if that's what they were spelling, but they were spelling something. I wasn't really paying attention. But one, it was, re- it was cold that day. And uh, two, I don't know why they're doing that outside my window. <laughs> why did children do anything? Why do children do anything? The story of Chad White. That's a, that's that's my that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. But like I said, I've only been watching the DC stuff. Uh, this TV season has been going pretty well for for uh, both the DC. I would just say just for the Flash. Uh, I want to. I don't know if uh, anything else. I'm really just uh, honestly I'm just vamping until I get to the second half of the show, so I can talk about the stories I want to talk about. I really. It's very interesting. Uh, I'm on a couple of dating apps. (laughs) I don't know if I don't want to talk about this. Monica, (laughs) I really shouldn't. Oh, I saw Mid-90s. I saw Mid-90s. Okay, so the Mid-90s is the movie? I think it's Mid-90s or Mid-90. Yeah, Mid-90s. Mid-90s is the movie uh, that Jonah Hill wrote, and I believe he directed, I assume, let's see. Jonah did direct this movie. Uh, So it is a movie that he wrote and he directed, and it is about a 13-year-old kid, who lives in Los Angeles in the '90s sometime, and he is hanging. He's hanging around, and he's and he find and he, and he sees these kids skating, and he goes, "Oh, I want to be a skater." And then he does what any little kid does. He starts falling into uh, the pattern of being a child and copying the older boys that he wants to hang out with. I don't know. He was 13. He seemed way younger, because very strange. Uh, and, uh, then you, you, I mean, you can, it's a paint by number story from there and it's not a knock against Jonah Hill, but cause it's done well, uh, but it is a paint by number story. So his kid, Stevie starts hanging out with, uh, all of these, these other kids. I'm not going to name all of them because well, there's like, there's only four of them and I'm not going to name them because one of them uh, has a curse, has two curse words in his name <laughs> and this is a clean show. Uh, and then these kids are, you know, they're skaters. They, they smoke, they drink, they party, not all of them, not all of them. You'll learn that in the movie. And, uh, they just want to skate and they, and two, and a couple of them want to make jobs out of it. Uh, and one of them wants to be a filmmaker, but he's also called the stupidest one. Uh, and it's just, and it's, and it's, there are points where you see Stevie going down this path that, you know, that every adult ever has told us as as growing children i'm adjusting like as growing children have, have told us not to go down not to hang out with the bad influences but these are these are good kids uh, evan, i mean you see they're good kids and uh, by the end you'll see that you know they're all going to stick together no matter what so Catherine Watterson plays his mom she looks just like tay leone i cannot believe how much she looks like <laughs> evan gerard carmichael's in the movie too uh in a very funny scene where he's yelling at the kids And it's a very, it's a shot in a four by three aspect ratio. So just get ready for that. And, uh, but I got free tickets. I think I mentioned this on the last podcast. I got free tickets uh, from, I guess, from A24. And I got this, uh, oh man, they're right here. I got a tech deck uh, called the Sunburn, named after the character of Stevie. I don't know if I'm showing this on camera or not. Uh, but it's got, it's a, it's got, it's got Stevie's face right there. It says mid nineties and it's just, I guess it's two boards and I can interchange the wheels. And then I got a, a, a lit bag from Jonah Hill with interviews from his sister, Beanie Feldstein, and then a bunch of other people. Edie Falco, Catherine Hahn, Mark Gonzalez, Michael Sarah. Oh my God. Nakel Smith, Q-tip. Who, <laughs> what? I never even looked at this. So. There you go. That thing. That's pretty cool. That uh, that they gave those away. A twenty four. Thank you for uh, you didn't invite me. I I saw this out. <laughs> thank you for allowing me to see this movie. Thank you for the tickets. Uh, I do. I do think that they over. They gave away too many tickets, and because uh, I arrived late, and they. <laughs> they were like no more seats and we were like what uh but then eventually they said oh okay there's two seats up front do you want to go there and we're like fine why not and because i don't want to leave because uh, first of all i drove in traffic to get <laughs> wasn't in traffic bunkhead was 20 minutes away from me so i drove 20 minutes north to go to this movie <laughs> which is not even that far i drove i've driven further for worse I mean, for other things. So, but yeah, it was a really good really good movie. Um, I mean, if you can't stand some things, <laughs> you're going to be... I mean, it's a 90s movie. They say words that they said back then, that we all said back then. So, uh, just prepare for that. And uh, and uh, Jonah Hill wrote the N-word a lot. <laughs> he wrote it a lot. <laughs> That's all I will say about that. <laughs> I got a quarter through this movie, and these kids... <laughs> You know, one kid's like, <laughs> just saying all over the place. I'm thinking, dang, Jonah Hill. Oh, my gosh. Very funny movie. It's a very funny movie, and I enjoy myself. Uh, so definitely check it out. Definitely check it out. I'm just looking at the time and <laughs> see if I can end this stupid segment. Oh, what I was saying earlier, I'm on a bunch of dating apps, and uh, I have been for you know the past couple of weeks, and uh, it's just so, I hate this so much. <laughs> I hate being in the uh, in the dating world again. And uh, don't do it, kids. <laughs> don't do it. I'm going to a wedding next week. So I have to record everything ahead of time, which is going to be great. I have to record. Well, this show will be fine. But I have to record uh, the application ahead of time. And then I have to record news time ahead of time because I won't get back till I'll be gone Friday through Sunday, hopefully. Uh, and then uh, and I, Lord knows I will not be wanting to do anything come Sunday night or Monday during the day. So everything's got to be done, but everything is planned out. I got, I got some stuff. I got some stuff. Shut up, Chad. Did Wikipedia get a redo A Vampa? Oh my God. They redid Wikipedia. This is the dumbest thing I've ever talked about. Okay. Uh, we're going to go, let's take a break. And then uh, I'll come back and I'll talk about the second half of this stupid show. All right. Okay, two, one, and we're back. Okay, it's very, it's very fortuitous that I did go to break at that exact point because as soon as I stood up and I took a swig of water, some kids outside the window were screaming as loud as possible. I really wish, I wish there was something. I wish, if I could go back in time, I would, upon changing everything in my life, <laughs> everything in my life, I would definitely come to this building and go, hey, soundproof it a little bit. Put some concrete between those walls, because that's what we need. That's what we need is more concrete between those walls. Let's build that wall. Excuse me, what was that, Ron? <laughs> yesterday's episode of the Constitutional? No, uh, the application. God, I'm doing too many shows. Yesterday's episode of. Oh, also, I have not watched Manif- Manifest over the first. I keep putting those up on the list. <laughs> I have yet to do it. Uh, yesterday's episode of the application. I did not. Uh, I mean, I, I mentioned, uh, Ron, the fake, uh, producer that is a part of the news time universe. Why are these kids screaming? This is so strange. <laughs> I'm so tired. Okay. Uh, and I mentioned Ron and, uh, now I seem like a, uh, I'm a very weird, uh, person. <laughs> well, you know what? We're, we're almost 30 episodes into that show. <laughs> this is getting ridiculous, but hopefully two things are happening. Uh, hopefully the, uh, pledge drive in soon. That's what, that's what the lady said. The woman who emailed me, uh, said to wait on. So hopefully that's that's ending, uh, within the next week. And then Red Dead redemption two comes out. I don't have any money to buy that. I also got to pay for my car. This is so stupid. Okay. So let's get on with it. Um, last week it was announced that, or the week prior to that, it was announced that iron fist was getting canceled by Netflix uh, a week later, late last week. Luke Cage is canceled by Netflix. It's very strange. Uh, But what the, I guess the issue is uh, Deadline, uh, Deadline writer Dominic Pattern Pattern Patton, is saying that the acting is a surprise, which is uh, very much so. Pardon me. All right. So, uh, Rider Room showrunner Chio Hodari Coker had been working for around six months producing scripts and taking notes from Netflix and Marvel as actors, including lead, uh Mike Coulter remained in the contract. A formal season three was ordered, considered almost a foregone conclusion and uh all by all concern. So here's the thing, here's what happened. Uh so they so Netflix had a season three. They said, let's get it, let's get it going. So then you know the the writers of the show are writing the scripts. Uh in the over the course of them writing scripts, they're not shooting anything. Nothing's in production. They're all in pre-production. They're all writing scripts. In the course of them writing scripts, there are creative differences between the team and Netflix. And so they couldn't come to, I guess, a conclusion. And they said, I guess this is it. <laughs> uh, let's see. With the season springing from the conclusion of the June 22nd launch season two plotted out months ago, detailed first drafts for the first half of the 10 episode projected third season were delivered to Marvel and Netflix this week. So that was last week. Um, we hear that some execs had issues with the more developed scripts, even though the, strip, the script strongly incorporated suggestions for both Netflix and Marvel brass. Added that the writer's room was put on hold for a week in September as a streamer and Disney, the Disney-owned company were figuring out the mechanisms of changing the deal for the planned Luke Cage third season from the original 13 to 10 episodes. They were just dropping episodes. That's crazy. Uh, what I think one of the issues is uh is someone like like a Ted Sarandos <laughs> so i don't want to put the blame on him but someone a bunch of i would say a bunch of people higher up at netflix uh were seeing that disney's streaming service is ramping up they i guess they got wind of how it's ramping up and obviously the shows that were created for netflix are going to stay on the service there's no way i mean you can't you can't pull it off they would have to i think disney would have to buy buy out Netflix for those episodes for those uh, TV shows the the Defenders, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist and um, Luke Cage. Uh yeah, but I don't I don't know. I just I think I think that they got wind of how the series how the like you know we were getting we're getting all of these announcements for shows and movies that are being made just for Disney streaming service and they're huge uh movies so far. They're huge movies and you know eventually that's going to be more marvel shows you know i can see that marvel spider-man show moving from disney xd over to to whatever the hell the disney thing is called that's not a curse i can say whatever the hell it's not a curse um anything i can say on radio i can say on this stupid show that no one listens to so uh let's see uh there have been new showrunners for every season of daredevil Oh, Daredevil's one, I forgot. Raven Metzger uh, took over for Iron Fist for its second and final season, and Jessica Jones and Melissa Rosenberg is heading off to an overall deal with WBTV. Once season three of the Kristen Ritter led series is done. Another sense the cancellation was done was a done deal as the situation became less tense on the corporate level. The Marvel shows on Netflix were are costly to make, even with the new New York's generous tax credits. Really? Back in 2013, the streamer paid top dollar for the series that it doesn't even own, so cutting. Oh, so cutting Luke Cage loose was a shifting bottom line at all. Oh, uh, was shifting was a shifting bottom line call. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. I guess that's smart. With the high cost, there has been pressure on the Marvel series to reform in viewership. Okay, so oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. So here's the thing I want to mention. Uh so so we don't have uh viewership numbers for uh Netflix shows. They never release viewership numbers. And then that's why Nielsen is trying to find... Nielsen's the ratings company. They're trying to find ways to measure streaming shows uh, because companies like Netflix... I don't know if Hulu releases metrics. I doubt they do. And I don't think Amazon does it too uh, because they're like, they're all copying each other. Uh, but so uh, I found... Here's an article from, Mar, uh, from comicbook.com. Marvel's other Netflix shows could be in trouble according to new data. All right, so like I said... Netflix never releases this, but Business Insider is claiming to have the scoop on statistics that reveal Netflix's logic in canceling Luke Cage and Iron Fist and why more series are about to also get the ax. Which is very true, because Netflix is canceling series left and right, even though they gave shows like um, Insatiable, a second season, and what's the one I I interviewed uh, that comedian for? uh, Nick Dodani, he's on Atypical. That one today just got a season three renewal. I, but I think that's just for different reasons. I think that has like, has, we'll, we'll get into the numbers for, for Luke Cage and Fist soon. All right. So the actual numbers, and I'm reading this verbatim from comicbook.com. So check it out. Uh, Luke Cage's season one had 300,000. So this is all from social media impressions, 300,000 social media impressions for Luke Cage season one uh, going into its premiere by season two. It was only generating about 50,000 impressions. Iron Fist Season 1 came in on 120,000 social, 120, social media impressions. Season 2 only generated 20,000. Jessica Jones Season 1 generated 300,000 impressions, much like uh, Luke Cage Season 1. Season 2 had uh, around half that number. Daredevil Season 1 generated 275,000 impressions. And they, remember, I think that was the first one, the first show that they had. And Season 2 had a good hold over with 200,000 because again I think it was still the only show and we had uh, Jessica Jones coming and they were just talking about Luke Cage I believe and the newly released season three had 75,000 going into uh, October with a higher total expected by month's end which is all very strange so this data comes from Crimson Hexagon and it was given to Business Insider uh, which and it shows the show, social media buzz and that's how that's how they're basically getting that. They no one really knows if 300,000 people watched. I mean it could be it, I mean I definitely I guarantee it was at least, you know, uh 3 5 million people, you know, to watch that. Uh it's very but I but they're measuring... but the way that we know we're reviewing these numbers it makes sense because if no one's talking about the show, what's the reason? What's the point in continuing on with it? But you know, there's it's also it's also the aspect of the 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 biggest company in the world that you were once friends with, partners with, is leaving you within the next few months, and uh, they're going to be competition rather than something that's symbi- symbiotic, working uh, in tandem with you. One thing that I'm I would like to, and I and like I said, I don't I don't like anything superhero anymore. I'm done with superhero stuff, except for the cartoons like X Men Evolution and Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Even though those are stuck on uh, uh, the DC streaming service now, oh, God, I just gotta buy the Blu-ray uh, or the DVD, whichever one comes first, or streaming. I, I prefer the discs. Um, and I only watch The Flash and Arrow, and I'm about to drop Arrow. <laughs> I really am. And I'll, maybe I'll pick up Legends. Who knows? Uh, but I only watch The Flash. Really, is the only the only procedural um, superhero show that I watch. But it's but you kind you want these things to 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 survive because they do open up doors for other avenues. You know, Luke Cage was a predominantly black series, um, and uh, lesser so than Black Lightning which is one of the... Oh, I watched Black Lightning. Okay, there you go. Uh, So I watched Flash of Black Lightning and Arrow. Arrow's going to get dropped. Uh, Black Lightning's the only show that's not getting, you know, the same recognition as Luke Cage. Uh, But I mean, but uh, one's on network TV and one's on a streaming service. But one had the advantage of being on a streaming service. (laughs) Even so. It really... It's very strange to me. One thing I would like to see is... If you're gonna, if they since they cancel both of these shows, uh, bring Iron Fist, bring Luke Cage, put them together, make a Heroes for Hire TV series, and do it that way because the way that these things, I tried watching Daredevil season one, uh, last year when season two came out, and it was just slow and boring, and uh, and the and the th- one of the things that was in the back of my head the entire time was, uh, this show is happening around the time of the Avengers mentioned stuff. And like Jessica Jones season one, they mentioned, they said they mentioned the Hulk, but she only said the big green guy. And that just bothers me so much. Just, I wish that they would acknowledge each other. It's the easiest thing. Uh, It took DC's shows forever to get to the point to where they are. Uh, And I think they're still messing, they're messing up a lot uh, because they're just not mentioning each other. I mean, uh I mean, I know they shoot at different times, and I know that they don't want to be dependent on each other. I know that's a whole thing in itself, but you know, don't pretend that things don't exist. Uh oh, this is a Punisher TV show? Is that true? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's insane. So yeah, so they I mean, it's just for both of these shows, you you live in this universe you live in this expanded universe talk about each other be don't be afraid i understand that you don't i understand that they don't want to pull the focus away from the movies or pull the focus uh just to the movies but i don't know if agents of shield they had a bunch of references to the uh the whole the whole movie verse i mean i don't understand why like, I mean, there were episodes. I remember the only episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've ever seen was the one that came out with uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, and I, I had, did not know what was going on, <laughs> but they directly tied into each other, uh, and I guess that's when Hydra infiltrated the company or whatever. I don't care anymore about this stupid thing. This is so dumb. This is so stupid. Either you go all in or you don't, and that's why you're wasting my time. Uh Very strange. Very strange. It's very strange that uh, Netflix would cancel these shows. I mean, I understand why they canceled Iron Fist. I get it. (laughs) I understand. I didn't even watch that show, and I heard the backlash, and I think, well, well, that makes sense. Uh, So here's another thing from Deadline. After the end of the Finn Jones-led Iron Fist on October 12th and now Luke Cage down for the count, the number of Marvel shows series on Netflix has been cut by 40%. Only Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Punisher remain that's i don't know that's very strange i wonder you know with jessica jones losing their their uh, person and <laughs> their showrunner and daredevil season 3 coming out soon i wonder if they would just end all of them cuz ultimately it's netflix's decision cuz they're paying they're footing the bill no formal word yet if Netflix's first Marvel series Daredevil will be coming back for a fourth season. However, with the axe swinging, the lack a lack of Daredevil season four would be the clearest indication that the once warm and fuzzy Halion, uh, Halicon, Jesus, Halkeon days between Marvel and Netflix has hit an ice age. I mean, that's just kind of that's uh, that's very bitter of them. But yeah, know, that's how it goes. I guess that's how that goes. I don't know. It's, like I said, just have a universe and talk about things. You know, don't just have sly little references. Be, like in in DC, in the DC shows on the CW, sometimes they have like like a Felicity will pop up on the flash from Arrow. She'll go like, and one of the things is, <laughs> here's what I'm thinking. I was watching Arrow this week and I think about this uh, periodically uh, Arrow is in jail right now. All right. Arrow's in jail. Uh, Barry has two extra spe. He has an extra speedster, his daughter right now. I know he's busy with protecting his city, but he's the fastest man alive. Why doesn't he run from Central City over to, I think Central City is in the center of the United States. I don't know why. I think that, <laughs> shut up, Chad. Uh, Central City is in, is here. Why doesn't he run all the way over to Star City, which I assume is closer to Detroit. <laughs> For some reason, I think I think Star City is <laughs> near Detroit somewhere. Why doesn't he run? Why don't they ask him, say, hey, can you, can you come here real quick? Or have Cisco vibe them, them over there, say, hey, can you help us really quick? Uh, we're having troubles. There's a guy running around as the green arrow and he's killing people. Can you help us find him and stop him? Sure. Thanks. Bye. That's what, that's what, that's what should happen. That's every conversation. (laughs) Why don't they do that? I don't understand. I would do that all the time. And I don't care what the network says. I don't care what the showrunner says. It would be so funny because they're all in Vancouver. They're all shooting around the same time. You know, Berlanti's at all the shoots. I assume (laughs) all right. I got to stop this so I can do this other stupid podcast. Hey, if you like what you heard here, why don't you head on over to cpluscomedy.com where we've got a couple interviews and uh, some podcasts and a show. You can also head on over. Uh, that's where you can also check out. You can subscribe to the application podcast, which is a show where I beg W.A.B.E. to give me a job. And you can watch video versions of this podcast there as well as on youtube.com slash comedy, Where news time the, the premier show for C plus comedy lives. Uh, that show is a great show. It's, it's an entertainment news show that dives deep into one story. That looks like I'm holding up with two fingers, one story, one story. And uh, it tries to make it interesting and funny and stuff like that. This week's episode is about HLN. Uh, it dropped three of its contributors. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, presenters last week, but Kayla Pereira, Carol Costello and Ashley Banfield. Oh boy. (laughs) Names. And uh, they were all, they all had shows within the past year. They all started shows there within the past year, a year or some change. And uh, it's sad that they did that, and now they're making Morning Express and On the Hill last for the first nine hours of the day. So I made an episode about it, and it's a really good episode because I sit down at a desk this time, and I and I just and I, and I treat it like it's like it's a late night show, and it really got me thinking. I might do a late sh- uh, uh a live show, some type of live show, stage show that I want to write that I think I have an idea that I've had for a very long time. I don't know if I discuss this on the application, so maybe I'll discuss it here. <laughs> it's a show about, it's a, it's a, it's a show called uh, Not A Dating Show, A Talk Show. And it's a show where I'm, I'm the host and I interview famous people like I do for the website. But uh, in in the middle of the interview, I go, hey, you want to go on a date with me? And we go on a date, like so, so like we'll be like working out with Terry Crews, uh, magic with Neil Patrick Harris, you know, stuff like that. And then at the end, we come back, and then I go, okay, so so you know, how was the date? And they're like, oh, fine, I guess, you know. And then I go, oh, uh, well, okay, do you, do you want to date me? <laughs> do you want, do you want to be my girlfriend? Do you want to be, be my boyfriend? You know, something like that. And then uh, they will always answer like Neil would say, oh, I'm I'm gay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or uh, um evil and Goria would be like, Oh, I'm married. You know, something, something like that. So I think that's a very funny idea. And so I'll I'll see if I can get that going. I got, uh, I got some stuff. (laughs) I just popped my thumb. Something happened. Okay. So do that. Uh, check those things out. This has been great. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Tell your friends. Uh, Oh, hold on. (laughs) I I pitched a movie last night. (laughs) I pitched a movie I should have talked about this first I think the camera just turned off but I pitched a movie at this event uh, you know what I'll talk about it next week I'm sorry it was I'm sorry this has already gone on too long thank you for listening I'll write this down uh, I love you so much bye <laughs>